This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Let's do this. It's the Adam Ritz Show. We are a public affairs show taking a look at community service, philanthropy, charity work, uh, fellowship, and just uh, stories that make you feel good, hopefully. Uh, my name is Adam Ritz, and Jay Baker is joining me on the phone. Hello, Jay. How are you? I am doing great, Adam. This is a great time of the year, and I'm anxious to get into some of the cool public uh service events that are happening well i wanted to hit on a story that's happening this weekend it is the big game super sunday uh with the bengals and the rams who do you have well you know i think i would like to see the bengals win they're kind of midwest they haven't while they've been to a couple of super bowls no victories so it's one of those teams that would be very deserving i think yeah i i, I mean I root for underdogs, and uh, you know, a middle middle sized city like Cincinnati, uh, that'd be fantastic for the Bengals to win a Super Bowl and the Joe Burrow angle, the young quarterback, um, and then you throw in the Rams. I heard something funny this week. So this is the second year in a row that the host stadium has a team from that city that could win the Super Bowl. So yes. last year, Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers won the Super Bowl in Tampa Stadium. Uh, this year, this, it's Sophie Stadium, uh, or is it SoFi? I think technically SoFi, it's, but it, it will be, it, it'll be used interchangeably. Yeah, I, you know that. I say Sophie because you know it's not my fault that they named their company something nobody knows how to say. So, uh, <laughs> And my daughter's name is Sophie. So uh, This weekend at Sophie Stadium, uh, you'll see the Rams play in their home stadium. And uh, I saw uh, online this week, the NFL is thinking to avoid this problem in the future, they're going to have the game at a home stadium that has no chance of the home team playing in the game. So they're going to have the Super Bowl every single year in Dallas. <laughs> 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 well played. Uh, we apologize to Cowboys fans out there listening to the show, but uh, hopefully you get a little chuckle out of that too. Uh, so anyway, uh, this year's game, the uh, uh, pregame with the National Anthem and uh, America the Beautiful, uh, on behalf of the National Association of the Deaf, acclaimed actress Sandra May Frank will perform the National Anthem and America the Beautiful in American Sign Language. That's pretty cool. I know they're doing the same thing uh, with a couple deaf uh, rappers that are going to sign language. Uh, they're going to sign, I guess is the verb, they're going to sign the halftime show with Dr. Dre and Kendrick Lamar and Eminem and Mary J. Blige. Um, so it's, it's very cool to see uh, this initiative to make sure uh, everybody is included for the uh, entertainment both before and in the middle of the game, the big game, the super game on this Super Sunday. Can't say the name of the game. But we can say <laughs> that the game you know, is the most famous bowl, and it's going to be super. Yeah, you know what's funny is those rules change all the time, but you're absolutely correct. And don't you find it amazing? There's certain things, like to me, famously, uh, the phrase three-peat, 
was apparently uh, copyrighted by Phil Jackson. No kidding. So so you couldn't like refer to winning three amazing games as a three p you know three championships or whatever. I, it it always amuses me. But yes, the uh, the bowl that is super. The rules change a lot. I have actually heard that if you're not using it as a commercial reference you're allowed to as a human being say to your friends super bowl so you can you can talk to your neighbor about the game you know you don't have to double speak no, but I, if you try to sell something man look out cuz you know you you know how that goes for sure i agree i, I believe it is uh, completely legal to say the name of the game uh, even on this show we could say uh, and i'm going to take a huge chance here here we go I'm you can ready. say that the uh, the Super Bowl will be played this Sunday, February thirteenth. Um, that's promoting the game. They should be happy, and they are happy that we're promoting it, and that is completely yeah. illegal. But if we were going to use the name of the game to promote our show uh, or anything commercial, then that's when you get the cease and desist, or the lawyer, that's when the attorneys show up. Well, and the reach is far. I uh, have a very good friend who owned a bar in Indianapolis, and he thought to himself, hey, I'll just show the local NFL team here at the bar (laughs) when he was visited by a couple of gentlemen from the FBI. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, you know, once again, he, all he had to do was cease and desist. But he said, when you meet real FBI agents, he goes, you know that stuff's going down. Well, I also wanted to hit on Jay this week. Uh, we got the tail end of some severe weather uh, throughout the country. And I saw online, um, I brought this up to a few people here at the radio station, and they saw it too. So you might have even seen this. Uh, and it's not new, but it's a great piece of advice if you're ever uh, stuck in the snow or anywhere, really. If you go for a, a hike and you fall down a ravine and you hurt your ankle and you can't walk uh, and you need to be rescued uh, in any rescuing situation, whether you're stuck in the snow or stuck anywhere, here's a little piece of advice that could save your life. Your cell phone Uh, has a battery life, and it is going to die. The cell phone will go out, and as soon as the cell phone um, loses power, you lose the ability to call anybody for help. Uh, You're also beholden to cell phone service to try to call for help. So if you've fallen down in a ravine or you're stuck in the snow in the middle of nowhere and you either A, don't have cell phone service, or B, your phone is about to die, do this one thing and it could save your life. Change the uh, voicemail message on your phone. So you can go in there right now and, and change it and say, hi, this is Jay Baker. Happy uh, Super Week. Go, go Bengals. And then as soon as Monday comes and the game is over, you can change that message to whatever you want. Well, if you're stuck and cell phone service is a question and the battery life is dying, change that message with as much information as you can to help your friends and family and rescuers to be able to find you. Hey, this is Jay Baker. I'm hurt. I fell down a ravine. Uh, I don't know exactly where I'm at, but the last street sign I saw was this. I'm just off Route Blank. Uh, I parked my car at State Road Blank and Blank. Uh, please send help. I don't know how much longer, uh, you know, what the temperature is going to be. I don't have uh, food. I don't have blankets. Uh, give as much information as you can because as soon as your friends or family realize, 
that you haven't shown up for dinner or haven't checked in or haven't called, they will call your cell phone, and that's the message they will get if your phone is dead or if you don't have cell phone service. That's a brilliant little trick, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I can't believe I hadn't ever heard heard of that. And when I saw it online, uh, you know, it's not like I go hiking uh, in the middle of nowhere very often. But you've heard these horror stories of people that get stuck in the snow um, or wander off. They go on a they have no cell phone service, and they and they find them three weeks later. Um, how just a simple act of changing your voicemail would send rescuers into a vicinity of where you are and most likely find you at some point and save your life. So put that in the back of your brain and uh, remember that one if you're ever out, no matter what the weather is, if you're ever out and there's there's shoddy cell phone service and or low battery life uh, on your phone. I might even use it in a non-threatening situation when I don't have cell phone service and my battery's going to die. I'm going to change my message to say, this is Adam. I need a pizza. I'm at home. Ah. You know where I'm at. Here, I know where I'm at. Somebody send me a pizza. <laughs> Usually, I would have expected you to say, please send chocolates. Send chocolates. <laughs> Help me out. Help me out, bruh. Send me some chocolate. Now, you know, Adam, we tackle some very uh, meaty subjects here on the Adam Rich Show. Uh, this upcoming Monday, for many of our listeners, will be Valentine's Day. And um, we've heard the age-old, oh, you don't need to get me anything for Valentine's Day. You as a public service official, what would you say to your significant other innocently telling you, oh, don't get me anything for Valentine's Day? Well, that's a trap. Uh <laughs> <laughs> could and, result in injury and incidentally that's something i have not heard uh <laughs> my sig other is is on the other side of that spectrum saying oh yeah you're getting me something for valentine's day which i've already I, done i'm i'm all set yeah. no that's excellent i get super lucky because uh my significant other will yell down the hallway Hey, you just bought me something really nice for Valentine's Day. <laughs> so I'm a little lucky. She does most of the shopping. <laughs> Thank God for Amazon. You're so Absolutely. romantic. Well, now, as you said, the bowl that is indeed super will be happening this weekend as well. Uh, Los Angeles newspapers are reporting that the cheapest tickets – uh, for the game are still above the $4,000 mark. So we've always chatted about the fact, you know, uh, you and I famously worked with a very self-absorbed fellow that just out of the blue, like two to three days before said bowl that is super would just go, Hey, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl, And, and you know, the guy would just buy tickets retail which always astonished me but you know the pricing structure is almost numbing uh some of the tickets are going for over fifty thousand dollars now of course those are associated with so-called hospitality packages because as you well know stadiums have certain amenity levels uh most nfl teams have you know like a concourse or club level where you can go you get a table 
They have beverage service, uh, things like that. But then you also pay a premium price for those. Man, four grand for the cheapest ticket available. Cheapest ticket, and you're probably going to sit behind a steel beam (laughs) for four grand. And of course, parking is another nightmare unto itself because, of course, with these hospitality packages, parking can be as much as $2,000, believe it or not, depending on how close you'd like to be or other amenities like tailgating. And then I did see this because I know for sure that this is right up your alley, Adam. There is a company that has one suite left for the Super Bowl, and you could acquire said suite for $525,000. You know someone's going to get it. I mean, somebody. Well, that's that's jump change to a billionaire. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty cool. So said suite for five twenty five, and you probably get to tell them what kind of uh, little hot dogs wrapped in blankets or whatever you want as a snack. Now, if you're spending uh, four grand on a ticket, do you do you think you complain about the eighteen dollar nachos, <laughs> or do you just say uh, it's you know what's another eighteen bucks? <laughs> well, after you spent that much for the seat, I would grumble about having to wait in line for uh, a beverage. So yes, uh, you know there'd be always something to complain about. You wow. know that four thousand. I had the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl ten years ago. It was 2012 uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. It was the uh, Patriots and uh, the Giants. And I did some uh, media consulting with the NFL, and they offered all their consultants uh, Super Bowl tickets at face value. Nice. And so I certainly didn't have the money, the cash, so I whipped out the credit card, and I couldn't pass up going to the Super Bowl. I took my daughter, Sophie, uh, which the stadium in Los Angeles is now named after, and we went to that Super Bowl. It was a uh, base value for those tickets 10 years ago was $816. Wow. And I'm not sure, you know, once the game was sold out, if that $816, $816 ticket might have been scalped for, you know, $2,000, $1,500, I don't know, $3,000. Uh, if the ticket's 4000 now. Uh, right. Well, and then you know, too, they've actually created a professional environment for ticket reselling you know StubHub and several other companies provide a way for fans uh, to broker tickets that are legit because you know the famous story about what happens when you get tickets from some guy at street level yeah hey do you need a pair of tickets why yes i do wow these aren't real tickets no this barcode doesn't seem to work and, you know, the person that works for the stadium with the barcode gun doesn't really care. No, they it, seem oblivious to your plight. You, you, there's no, uh, I, can I talk to your supervisor? There's none of that happening. <laughs> this is buyer beware at its finest. A very nice gentleman sold me these tickets. I'm sure he'll vouch for them. Now, uh, you know, snacks are important, and you brought up about nachos the Hormel company, they have since given this away, but Hormel had a contest where an NFL fan could win a 15-gallon keg of chili cheese. The keg itself, <laughs> the keg itself was self-heating and, and dispensed chili cheese 
oh, fifteen goodness. gallons worth, and that that for for me would be sort of the standard party about fifteen gallons of chili cheese. I can't think of anything better than to have a, oh. a keg of chili cheese. Now you'll love this. The uh, winner, who uh, their name was just drawn, and I couldn't find the name, but they're going to actually deliver the Hormel. 15 gallon keg to their home (laughs) (laughs) that's the most popular guy on the block for this weekend for sure can you imagine here's something uh in the world of science oh yeah well let's go back to this super quick in la celebs and former football stars are going to team up for a flag football event that benefits kids with special needs. Now, this happens every year in early March. This one will be a little more uh, famous because, of course, it'll be a little more closely associated geographically with the Super Bowl that will happen in L.A. But this is called the Stars and Stripes Bowl. They gave opportunities for hundreds of L.A. kids to play flag football with some pretty big names in the uh, NFL and celebrity world. That's a great uh, opportunity for everybody. Uh, do you have yeah, any I of the, so uh, the names on you? Yeah, the names for this year, they said that Snoop Dogg would be participating, uh, Kurt Warner, Jim McMahon, Adam Carolla. Those are some of the confirmed names, but they said that people like to sort of jump in at the last minute. So Typically, you you know you'd see the Will Smiths of the world, if you will, and there may be some of the L.A. Rams that may participate too. So, uh, pretty cool event, and it happens every year. Maybe we could get uh, Jay Baker from the Adam Rich Show to uh, make yes. an appearance in uh, that flag football game. Well, absolutely. And then I'm thinking to myself, celebs are kind of putting themselves out there because. Uh, you and I know that flag football involves, of course, pulling the flag. It's a little safer form, but I'm going to guess some celebs just end up being tackled, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you, Adam Carolla. You know, if, if you're a if you're a New England Patriots fan from 1985, you are taking out Jim McMahon in that flag football game. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> you are. Hey, are you a roller coaster fan by any chance? You know, I am, uh, although in my current state of age and frailty, uh, I can't really do them as much as I could uh, before. I can still do, to let you know, if you're uh, familiar with the theme parks in Orlando, uh, I can do Space Mountain, uh, but I cannot do the Hulk at Universal Studios. Uh, it just tears me. It just, it, I, I feel terrible for like four days after I get off one of the big ones. The, most of the rides at Cedar Point, I'm not doing. I've got a five-day headache when I get off one of those big ones. Yeah, well, that's it's interesting you brought that up because, uh, you know, there's literally a, a coaster competition with all these different parks that have bigger, mm-hmm. uh, better, best. And as you said... Uh, it's an escalation of roller coasters. Well, Bush Gardens in Tampa just unveiled a new coaster called Iron Guazi. <laughs> that, that sounds <laughs> like a six-day headache for me. It does. Now, the lift tower for this beast uh, lifts you up at 91 degrees. And for those of us that kind of remember 
what the protractor says, 91 degrees is just a degree past vertical. Yeah. For sure. So you're actually going up slightly backwards <laughs> and straight up. Oh, no. It drops you 206 feet. The initial drop is over 200 feet. And the Iron Guazi hits 76 miles per hour. And I know you're thinking, well, 76 in a car on the interstate, but you're in this little steel <laughs> enclosure. That makes it the fastest roller coaster in Florida. Man, that's, you know, I'll have to take your word for it. I'm not getting on that. No way. The, uh, the Iron, <laughs> Iron the, Guazi. The name scares me. It's like the Iron Lotus. Um, yeah. <laughs> from Blades of Glory. <laughs> well, and you'll appreciate this. The This particular a roller coaster is a revamped wooden roller coaster and for a long time wooden roller coasters were very popular but over time they become rougher just because of the nature of wood have you ever ridden it it's kind of famous now it's called the beast i have ridden at Kings that. island in cincinnati for certain uh, i have ridden that and uh it, it is uh, it'll beat you it'll beat you up yeah, it's a bit of a pounding, and so a lot of these uh, wooden coasters now are getting revamped so that they're now known as hybrid coast coasters where they're part steel and part wood because of the roughness factor. I, You know, the only thing that could make the, the Iron Lotus worse is if you're telling uh -huh. me that it's an old ride that they revamped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, old old ride that's revamped has a bad ring to it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I you know is it's got the original chain that goes click 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 when you're going <laughs> up that hill backwards at a ninety one yes. degree angle. Uh, the well, only way he, I think I would ride that is if it was brand new, not revamped. I had no, an old well, you know every used car I've had was is a piece of junk. I'm not getting on that. <laughs> well, it's funny. As you said about that chain sound, that induced a lot of psychological terror, didn't it? Oh, for sure. That's, uh, you know, my girlfriend will tell you, that's her scariest part of the ride is when, yes. when you get locked into that initial hill because there's a, you know, the, the car you're in is moving forward, and then you you start to go up that hill, and then there's a point where it kind of stops because of gravity. Then the chain takes over, and there's a little jerk. <laughs> there's a tiny little jerk in your spinal column. And and you shake a little bit, and then the click, 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 and, and the anticipation builds. That's, that's the scariest part of the ride for her. Yeah, it's like a bad horror film at that point. Uh, yeah, I'm I gonna do, avoid the, uh, where's that at? Bush Gardens in Florida? The Iron Guaza? Bush, Bush Gardens, yeah. Bush Gardens in Tampa. I don't speak Guazian. Uh, what is Guaza? Uh, who knows? It's the name of the rock. Uh, <laughs> what does it even mean? Something <laughs> sinister for sure. Uh, you know, and uh, of course, uh, I always love the older teenage kids in the line for the coaster who are confidently telling the kid that's just tall enough to ride the ride that, hey, you might not make it. And you know, the kid's got a look on his face like, yeah. oh, I just wanted to ride a roller coaster. Right, yes. <laughs> uh, there is a town in southwest England. Now, it says lover, L-O-V-E-R. Technically, in England, it's pronounced lover, but like many towns that – 
you know, like Santa Claus, Indiana, uh, and North Pole, Arizona, these towns that are in gate, you know, that are have some type of name that fits in with Valentine's Day, they're amazingly busy in the town of Lover in England. I can imagine. Yeah, what a great surprise for uh, for the weekend to say we're going to go to Lover for Valentine's Day. Yeah, absolutely. Day. I, I, that's a very cool thing. Now, you can imagine that the number one thing that people go for is they want to go to the Lover post office because the postmark will say Lover on it. And over the next few days, they'll handle about 8,000 letters and postcards in this very tiny little village. Now, wouldn't you want to take your uh, significant other bowling? Wouldn't you want to go to Lover's Lane? <laughs> I would think Lover's so. Lanes. Uh, There's nothing more romantic than bowling anyway. You nothing know more. You're, this is a tip for the guys. Nothing more romantic than taking, when she says, I don't want anything for Valentine's Day, that means take her bowling. <laughs> She'll love it. And, and if you think about it, you can look her right in the eye and say, look, you said you didn't want anything. Now we're bowling. Shut up and change shoes. <laughs> that, that won't get you in any trouble. Yeah, well. no. Oh, Mrs. Baker. She's the luckiest woman on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She's a happy-go-lucky woman for sure. Uh, hey, real quick uh, note. Uh, in Indianapolis on uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day, they're going to be uh, taping an edition of WWE Raw on Monday night. And uh, a, a number of national columnists have reached out to find out how many couples are going to this thing as a night of romance, you know, because typically you think for Valentine's Day, uh, you might go out for a nice meal. Very few people would go to a wrestling competition. It's uh, it, it's considered date night for a lot of people. You remember that famous scene in Groundhog Day when Bill Murray got the young couple two tickets to WrestleMania. Remember how excited they were? Yeah. So absolutely, you could turn wrestling into a romantic couple's night out. What would be worse for Mrs. Baker? You taking her bowling or taking her to WrestleMania? For Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know, it's funny you brought that up because my ability to get her to WrestleMania is about 0.0. .0. So <laughs> she might actually go bowling, <laughs> just, just not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> WrestleMania. You know, my uh, Melissa just said to me last week, uh, we saw a commercial for it, and I, I couldn't believe the you know the arena i mean this is big business people love this stuff and i've never been to one and i just don't get it and she said you know what i'd go to one so uh maybe we'll we'll go check one out i'll report later on it maybe we could even interview one of the uh, uh wrestlers about their foundation or charity work you know i bet you they do do a lot oh, of charity work. absolutely for sure they do yeah, I know it, it's it's impressive how big these productions are. So, yeah, I'd love to have us do a show around that. Uh, the Arizona hockey community, which you think an Arizona hockey community, for sure. they do an event called Skating for Layton. It's an event for Layton Accardo, a youth hockey player who was killed by a very rare form of cancer. 
And the Arizona Coyotes, who is the NHL team for Arizona, got involved. And then this is an interesting twist. And this shows, you know, we've always talked about these charity events just help and reach out and unite and nurture so many people. But in the middle of the Arizona Coyotes working on this skating for Layton event, one of their executives passed away from liver cancer at the age of 34. So they became even more involved with this event. Mm, that's, uh, that's a great cause. Uh, very, very sad uh, how a lot of these uh, cancer organizations begin. It usually begins with a tragedy, but it's good that uh, you can turn that around and get some good out of it. Uh, is that uh, happening this month in February or? Yeah, it just, the event just happened uh, and they did kind of a neat event. They get the Phoenix Raceway uh, for 12 hours and Phoenix Raceway has been featured. I believe NASCAR races out there as well as the IndyCar series. And they create a lane for walkers and runners. And then they create another lane for skaters. And for 12 hours, you see how many laps you can do. Uh, this year, they raised $54,000 for the Accardo Foundation. And the Accardo Foundation uh, gives their proceeds to cancer research. And also, they aid youth hockey because they found that in Arizona, there's a lot of hockey fans, but they're unable to uh, afford the equipment in certain situations. So it's a great way to help youth get engaged in a healthy sport and honor a young man who was a, a very vibrant youth hockey player who sadly passed away from cancer. Very, very interesting. Uh, cool stuff. As always, Jay Baker, thanks for joining us. For our listeners, you can hear this episode in podcast form on our website. It's adamritzshow.com. Thanks for joining us. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.